Hello, everybody. Um, welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley. And today, um, first of all, I want to start out by shouting out my man, Greg Soul from the Why Am I podcast. Um, I've been on the show before. It's a great show. And this is, it's a real, there's something to be said about making connections with people. And one day, this guy, Greg Soul, reached out to me after he had spoken to my friend Rocky. And I ended up on his podcast, and he does a really cool show where he gets people who do all types of different things from all different lifestyles and um, places all over the country. And they get to talk about why they are who they are and what made them go the direction they did. All types of cool stuff. And and it's just really nice to... um, hear different perspectives. I love that shit. I'm a huge fan of that. And um, just see how other people live outside of our own scope of view, you know, because we get really caught up in everything that we uh, see and do and just like the uh, minutia of everyday life. Minutia is one of those words that I actually really enjoy when I get to use it. And I almost said inertia. And I feel like they're very similar words. I don't care. No one's here to tell me they are not. But you might be nodding your head right now going, yeah, he's right. They are. Uh, anyway, yeah, so my boy Greg Soul contacted me and sent me this um, this uh, app that helps you enhance the sound of your show. And um, funny enough, I've actually been in a position to buy a new microphone and I haven't really been looking yet. So just an update on the microphone situation. Um, it's probably coming soon. Just a heads up. Anyway, uh, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing really well. It's been a busy week and there's been a lot of, I just have had a full schedule and I'm really getting into just like my, my, my life. Like, where it's at now and I'm getting really comfortable with uh, just going through my day to day and understanding that sometimes we have moments to come up for air and sometimes we don't and you know you really gotta just appreciate the fucking times where you can just actually run around and do all that you can cause I you know when you start talking to people they can't do shit anymore or wish they were doing something else. It's like, you know what? I'm kind of, I feel lucky. Like I was talking to one of my clients this week, one of my personal training clients that I trained one-on-one and I was just like, I feel really happy that I get to do what I do. Like I have a day during the week. That's my busy day. And I, and, and I don't know if everybody else thinks of it this way, but like my regular day to day, there's always a checklist of things that I feel like I'd like to accomplish. Um, and then there's things that I need to accomplish. And so like everyone else, right? So when I'm going through my day to day, I'm like, I'm just in it. I'm just like in a groove and I'm knocking down shit one by one by one. Um, And then I got that one day of the week that starts by me waking up at 4.30 a.m. And it is not over until around 8, 8.30 p.m. But throughout that whole day, and I still managed to squeeze a workout in, but throughout that whole day, I'm always like, and even like the day before that day, I'm always like, all right, here it is. Like I'm bracing myself for it. Like in the Lost World Jurassic Park when their fucking trolley car was about to fall. I think it was a trolley car. 
was about to fall off a cliff and this T-Rex was trying to get them. And there and 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 I think it was Jeff Goldblum was like, hang on to something. And then everybody turned around and then I think Vince Vaughn was in that movie team. He's like, hang on to something. And everybody said, because it's hanging off the edge of a cliff. I feel like on the day before my busy day, I'm always like, hang on to something. And then I just hang on to something all day, no matter what it is. But it really is training your mind to get through whatever that day you have, whether you like have client appointments and you're a stylist or something, or you got to go to someone's house and help them redecorate, or you're an event planner or anything. We all know those days that just really, you can fucking really start getting like up to your neck and you're just like, try to keep your head above water the whole time. And it's like this, you ever play a video game and in the game you keep losing in this one level but now you all of a sudden are on a roll and you got past the part you keep losing at and just the stakes feel so high. You're like, I don't, if I don't beat this fucking level, I'm turning the goddamn game off. I'm going to come back tomorrow with fresh eyes, you know? And uh, it's nice to find something to, to get you through those long days. And I was in the middle of my long day uh, the other day, a few days ago, and I just was talking to my client and I was like, yeah, you know, it's been a long day and I'm towards the end of it now. I'm like, I've got three clients left and I just feel really good. I'm excited that I get to do this, which is crazy. Like I never really thought that it would be possible. And recently I moved into a new apartment with my girlfriend. It is beautiful here. I love it. So I feel like at peace when I get home. Because it's the nicest place I ever lived. And like, if I have talked about this shit before on the podcast, like I grew up in the projects and it, you know, it was, you know, my mom did her best as a single mom raising three children. And uh, my stepfather was around and he's my brother and sister's dad. I had a relationship with my dad, but I had to go see my dad on the weekends. Um, if that even happened, it didn't happen a lot. Like I got to build my relationship with my dad as I got older and then we became two men, but it was tough, you know, and, uh, which kind of made it hard for me to be that close. Um, you know, cause I was a teenager, right. And as a teenager, it's like, you know, I, I, I'm, I live in a tough neighborhood. It's bad. There's a lot of violence. Um, people just piss in the elevator and they don't give a shit. Uh, the fucking staircase is dark. The lights are broken. People get into fights. There's guys rolling dice in the fucking lobby. Like all that type of shit, right? That you think about, you know, the bathroom is grimy and gross. And I felt like really uncomfortable for a lot, a large portion of my life. And I'm, and I'm not saying this on some, what was me? Wow. Feel bad for Corey. Like, no, that's just where I lived. That's just what it was. So to come from that and be on some, yo, now, I live in a fucking, like, I come outside and I'm in a neighborhood and I see people fucking, I see dog walkers and shit. And I see nannies pushing babies around and shit like that. And I'm just like, man, this is a lot fucking different than me coming home and hearing a fucking, hearing gunfire at night, you know what I mean, as a 10-year-old. So it's just like my life has become so different and... That's also just, I work 
so hard and I love the fact that I get to come home and just feel at ease. You know what I mean? So I just feel really good. Like I wanna, you know, I wanna give myself a nice uh round of applause over here for fucking uh just putting my head down and working, you know. Um, but yeah, I was telling my client, I was like, yo, man, like I got up, I trained some group fitness classes. I went to the gym. I went to a work meeting. I came back to another part of town so I could train people one-on-one face-to-face. And like, I just genuinely enjoy what I do. And, and for a long time, I feel like so, like growing up, and I feel like a lot of people, when you're around people and you start telling motherfuckers like what you want to do with your life. Because I know I saw one time, like when I first got into the fitness industry, um, and I was like seeing that people were able to be really successful. And it's like, of course, some of it is the facade of social media, right? Like where you see people that are on vacation all the time and drinking champagne and, you know, just look like they have this beautiful life. But I've seen people, there's other signs of it. It's not always a facade. Sometimes motherfuckers really are living that life. And I saw people in fitness having beautiful apartments in New York City, going on vacation a reasonable amount of times, maybe once or twice a year, going to nice places, um, eating well. Eating well costs money, right? Like, and when I say eating well, I don't mean like going out to expensive restaurants. I mean like you're a fitness person. You also want to maintain a certain image. You got to eat a certain amount. And you got to eat a certain quality of food, right? And I've seen motherfuckers like able to sustain these lifestyles. I'm like, yo, that's, I want that shit. But you can't talk to everybody about your dreams, right? Because when you talk to certain people who have never necessarily uh, gone past a certain level in their own lives or with their own goals for whatever reason, these motherfuckers will sit here and tell you all the reasons why it's too hard to get to what you want to get to. And I think that's bullshit. And I, I think uh, I've just recently been talking about this a lot with my best friend and and, and my best friend, Frank, shout out. Uh, just like not listening to motherfuckers anymore. Like, And I'm at an age where I don't have to listen to nobody unless like, you know, I'm employed by them. <laughs> so I just, uh, the negativity and the, sitting around like you're some kind of announcer, like you're some kind of a ringside. I got a microphone and I'm just watching and speculating on other motherfuckers. Like when you're sitting around doing that shit and all you did was get to like you, maybe you had a dream at one point and you didn't get there. You gave up because yo, following your dream is hard. I'm not saying that I've achieved my dream. What I'm saying is I'm on a path and I'm in a place that I'm really happy in. Um, uh, and I, and I think that going in the direction that you want to go in steadily is a major accomplishment because it's, it gets tough. It gets hard. You end up having to do shit you don't want to do. And you start seeing people that you care about also just kind of like fall off the map in terms of like, goals that they had and if you if you're like me like I, I i get concerned like i'm like damn bro like what happened like what made you stop but you know life happens and 
you either just like fold or you just continue to fight. So I'm in a good place. I think that was a long-winded way of me saying I'm in a good place. So um, Greg Soul sent me a... Yo, I sneezed so fucking hard earlier that like the amount of snot that shot out of my nose. Sometimes I think, imagine being on a first date and just straight up ripping one like that and the snot lands on the person's plate or some shit. If they still eat it, they're a keeper. Um, they get grossed out and leave. I also understand. No, um, or they catch it in their mouth. Now that would be impressive. No, Greg Soul sent me this thing to enhance the sound quality of your podcast. So you could be talking with a fucking window open. You could be sitting by the jetway at the airport. And uh, it wouldn't even matter. So we'll see what happens because I'm going to try this. So if by this point it sounded regular, then it didn't work. But if I sound a little better today, there we go. It did work. And now this is the new thing. And what's going to happen is I'm going to use it. And then they're going to start wanting to charge me money because everything costs money, right? That's what we, that's what we learn. That's the real truth, right? No, nobody ever just does something for you. I remember in Ocean's Eleven, he was like, uh, who was it? It was, uh, the Jewish guy with the glasses. What the hell is his name? He was talking to Andy Garcia's character and he was like, he was like, how much is this going to cost? And he said nothing. And he said nothing costs nothing. I think about that all the time. Nothing costs nothing. It's just a fact of life. So anyway, uh, maybe my sound quality is good. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, um, yeah, I was really, uh, I was really getting into this conversation. You know, when you got that that friend that you just always, you know, you can just let loose on the conversation. You know. You could just be like, yo, bro, this is what happened. This is what's going on. This is where my head is at. Let's, let's, and then you get some ideas. You feed off the fuel. Sometimes we, we, we like to hype each other up. You know, you always got that one person that no matter what, no matter how bad your idea is, you hit them up and it's like, or, or her up and it's like, yo. And then you, you already know. You already know. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I'm actually recording this on a, then it's coming out tonight, technically, you know, are you, I'm noticing there's like a steady listenership lately. And there's like a, a little bit of an increase in following, which is kind of nice. Um, Cause I just get on here and I just like to talk about what's on my mind. And lately I've been listening to music differently. Little update on me. I'm like, because I've gotten into group fitness and it's really funny, right? So I used to work at a job. And some of you who know me know where I used to work. I used to work at this place. And I don't work there anymore. And I'm not about to sit here and uh, disparage anybody in particular. But, um, I mean, I might. It might sound like this after I continue to talk. So, who knows. But, um, I just, uh, it became a really, it was a cool place that became really toxic. And the reason it became toxic is because they have this mentality of, this is the only place in the world to work out. We know everything. We know better than everybody. This is the best workout you're going to get. And it's like, you know what? It's a good workout, but fucking calm yourself down. It's not the best fucking thing. Anybody can have somebody lift some weights and then get a little sweaty on a cardio piece of cardio equipment. Like, 
you're not the you didn't invent this, right? Actually, you borrow a lot, which is what all geniuses do, right? Um, <laughs> they borrow, you know. Um, but don't fucking sit here and try to act up. But they created this culture, and they created it amongst the clients, and they created it amongst amongst uh, they tried to create create it amongst their employees as well, and um, they hire motherfuckers that that aren't necessarily certified and all this again. I'm not saying no names. You know, and then, so I'm happy that I left this place because at one point I was promised some type of elevated role that was somehow taken away from me and given to some girl who was new, um, came out of nowhere because she, it seemed to me that she was, it was advised that she be put in this position. And so fuck me, right? And then they just stopped paying everybody money but still wanted to be like, hey, come on, do it for us. You know, like, um, I'm going to see who's in it for the money and who's in it for the... Yo, everybody's in it for the money, right? Everybody's in it for the money. If you work somewhere, you're not just showing up there all the time just because you love the place. You, 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 you have a thousand other things you could be doing. Yes, I am in it for the money, right? So they did this thing. And you know what? I'm very loyal. I'm so loyal. I'm loyal to a fault, and leaving this job was a major thing for me because, first of all, it was I was able to be put in a position that I am in now, where I'm a lot happier. I'm in a healthier work uh, work situation, but like the pettiness and the, you know, um, just all the toxic. They almost like are a person who's so insecure in a relationship that they kind of get mad at you for even looking in the direction of another person. It's really pathetic. And um then they and and then I come to find out months later that they still make like little slick comments here and there about like people who have left the job to go make more money. It's like, yo, it doesn't matter what they're doing. People left the job to go make more money to go be in a healthier environment. But um you know, anybody who knows exactly what I'm talking about, if you still work there, I fucking hope you I hope you get a better opportunity and I wish you the best. But, you know, it's just a toxic environment. And truth be told, you know, there's there's a lot of other options out there. It's not this is not the only place in the world. The one thing I, I appreciate and respect about group fitness is that it's actually it opens the doors for everyone, right? Like anyone can just drop into a class, come in, sweat, work out, do whatever the fuck they got to do. Like people that just like, oh, I just want to sweat and work out before I go to brunch and drink a bunch of fucking uh, mimosas. Oh, I want to uh, work out because my doctor told me that if I don't lose 30 pounds, I'm going to get diabetes. You know what I mean? Like all types of shit. Like people need to work out. You know, I personally think of my family a lot. I think of my mom who is overweight. And I feel like me saying my mom is overweight is actually being nice because I think my mom's obese. But um, and I'm not trying to be funny. I just I'm just calling a spade a spade, you know, and, and if the doctors are telling her that her health will improve if she drops a couple of pounds, I'd love to see my mom start going to group fitness. Um, but at, the, at my former place of employment, these guys are like group fitness is peddling all this bullshit and we do the real it's like so you're really gonna disparage you're gonna pretend that you care about the greater good of humanity 
Because if you cared about the greater good of humanity, you'd be like, oh, good, people are working out. That's it. But you're so desperate and broke and can't pay your employees uh, that you're just trying to scrape everything you can together and all this like this like brainwashing type shit to get like more people to believe in your product. It's like, it's really pathetic, but I, I, you know, I would say that I hope you, I wish you the best, but I don't, I don't care. Um, anyway, but I do wish anybody who wants to <laughs> look at, look how personal that shit just got. I told you, man, this is Corey has a podcast. This is me just letting off sometimes. You know what I mean? This is, just think of me like the pages in your diary. Is that Alicia Keys' best album? I don't know. I'm a fan of Alicia Keys, though. Uh, listen, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the people you love. I really hope that if you're chasing your dream and things are getting tough, that you just get tougher. Because you know the, the fucking wins and the highs are amazing. The lows suck. But the highs at the substitute for chasing your dream or like the fallback back plan, you know, they're okay. But the lows are even worse because you're like, damn, I could have been doing this. I could have been a contender. You know what I'm trying to say here. Listen, everybody, keep doing you. Don't listen to the negativity. Don't listen to the haters and uh, have a great week. All right. I'll see you all next week. Later.